You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Friday fire. Happy Friday, guys. I got a comment today from somebody on Instagram that they love our Friday fires. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. Sometimes I feel so like I know we used, I, we listened to Mindset Mentor for a long time and like eventually I became burned out on it. Like I became burned out on like the mindset. And maybe it's because I maybe I don't struggle with it as much anymore. Um, but like if you guys have Friday fires kind of get semi hard to come up with after a while. Maybe it's because we've been batch recording so much that like we don't have the time to come up with the ideas because we've been like recording 10 podcasts a week. Um, well, I think it's also filtering out what is going to be, you know, like a really good message mm-hmm. that we can, you know, yep, go off of because, on. you know, listen, there are people that I follow that have some very, very extreme views and that's not what we're here to do. We're just help. We're just here to help you ask yourself some of the hard questions and bring mm-hmm. you some of the honest truth, but also in a way, hopefully that's encouraging and not like making you feel like a failure yeah, or putting you down absolutely. because that's n- by no means our intent. No, not at all. I think sometimes we just need to have the tough love once in a while of like, mm-hmm. okay. And and this is definitely a message that I am excited to give today um, because I, we talk to a lot of people and one of the number one things we hear from potential clients or women is I want to lose weight or I want to feel better. I just don't want to have to focus on food so much. Like I don't want to have to track or worry about what I'm eating. Like a big one is, can you just tell me what to eat? Or, you know, once we get into the process, it's like, I feel like I'm always thinking about food Mm -hmm. or I'm always focused on food. And here's the hard truth, guys. We have likely gotten to where we are right now, where we are unhappy, we're not feeling well, holding on to weight that we want to get rid of, et cetera, because of habits because of routines, because of thought patterns that are pretty ingrained in our minds. And so we have to bring awareness. We have to. And here's the thing. It's hard, as we talked about, like with the intuitive eating podcast, it's hard to have intuition around something that you don't know. And so, yeah, for a period of time, you are going to have to spend some time learning about food, learning about the balance of foods, how these things add up throughout your day. Very, very easy for us to be skewed by health you know, marketing and labels in the grocery store. And then we flip it over and we start realizing, oh, wow, this is filled with sugar. It's filled with artificial ingredients, like inflammatory oils, things that I don't want to be consuming or putting into my body. But guess what? In order to have that intuition and knowledge, you have to spend time learning about it. And so when you were on a journey to implement change, you have to start to build skills. And I made a post about this, uh, by the time this airs, it's going to be like weeks ago, but I made a post about this yesterday. It's like, are you willing to put in the reps and are you willing to put in the work that it takes to build this new skill set that you desire? Because honestly, without understanding food, without having the knowledge and that education around things that you need to be consuming versus things that you should be avoiding, you really aren't going to see any change because you're just going to continue doing the same thing 
that you've been doing that has led you to this place where you do not feel your best. Yeah. Like, for example, like when we get stressed, we turn to food or we turn to wine or we just have like a little bit less self-discipline. Like when I'm stressed, the the cookies at work, I just can't stay away from her. When we get busy, we don't eat or, you know, we've lost proper hunger cues or we, you know, decide let's just order pizza tonight because we had a long day at work. When we have a day where we feel fat or bloated, we don't think about what foods caused it. We think, I need to stop eating, or I have to stop, or I have to eat less tomorrow, or work out harder. When we have a cookie or a sweet, we struggle to be present, and instead, we then go through this process of like, oh, well, this ruined my day, may as well just have the whole case of cookies. And none of these make us a bad person, guys, but it's just what we have developed over time in terms of like how our brain is kind of wired, and these reactions kind of just become automatic. So how do we change habits? How do we change routines? And more importantly, how do you get to a place where you don't have to think about food 24-7? Because I, we get that intent. Like I can totally appreciate someone that probably has done a million diets coming to Liz or myself or any of our coaches and being like, I just don't want to think about food. Mm-hmm. You're in a place of being frustrated. You feel like concentrating on food and health all this time has just left you more confused. And so I totally understand that intent, but we can't just go straight there. You have to create awareness first. Yeah, you absolutely do because otherwise you have no indication to know which direction you need to go, yeah. right? So you have to create awareness around it and you have to, you know, one of the things that we talk about with some of our clients as they first get rolling with us is sometimes there's habits and behaviors that they don't realize are happening more frequently than they thought. Yes. One of the questions that we ask on our intake form is like, how many drinks do you have per week in terms of alcohol? How often do you go out to eat? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what we see is that we underestimate both of those compared to what is actually happening. Yeah. You know, we forget about that Starbucks drive through and the Chipotle and Friday night dinner and Bites girls food. Night. Like mm-hmm. if I, I, and I'm pregnant right now, so I'm not currently as this podcast is airing, but how many thing times, like my husband bought dark chocolate covered almonds from Meyer the other day and they're in our pantry and I'll grab one. Mm-hmm. But I'll do that like once or twice throughout the day. And then I might grab a square dark chocolate after dinner. Like those things are probably 150 to 200 calories by the mm-hmm. end of the day, yeah. at least. And we don't realize how often we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bites, licks, and tastes. We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. And so this is where for a period of time, yeah, you are going to have to focus on things and you're going to have to really get real and honest with some of those behaviors and some of those habits and then start to unwind them, you know, essentially, right? Slowing things down, slowing your thought processes down, taking time to evaluate and question and challenge even some of the thoughts that you have around mm-hmm. food. Analyze why I have this relationship with food that I have. Why when I have one cookie, I want to eat the entire sleeve of cookies, you know, like what is sending you on that mental and emotional spiral? And how do we start to catch these things before it turns into, you know, I threw the entire day or the whole week away. We have to evaluate essentially. And so one of the things that we focus on with our clients is not necessarily just like always my fitness pal tracking or macros Mm -hmm. or calories. It's more about let's understand what foods serve us well, how it makes us feel, what behaviors we are responding to triggers with, right? And bring awareness around this so that we can start to do better. And that is going to require putting in some effort and focusing on these things a little bit more than you might want to initially. But that is the only way that you are going to be able to cross that 
bridge or whatever line you want to call it over to the other side of what we call dietary freedom, where now you have the knowledge, you have the understanding, you've built better behaviors, you have intuition about food, and you've taken care of your relationship with food that you're no longer responding in a, you know emotional way or from stress or you know anger and turning to food or alcohol to cope with some of these negative emotions that now you don't have to track forever. Now you don't have to put so much effort and energy into weighing and measuring things that you just can go on about life being able to eat well and nourish your body because you spent time learning about it. The Food Code Podcast is brought to you by Fit Mom Lifestyle. If you're interested in our individualized coaching that we always talk about and how we may be able to help you like we help our clients in accomplishing optimal health and losing weight and achieving their goals, you can click the link in the show notes and you can actually schedule a free 15 to 20 minute call with either of us. We would love to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the main reason that most people don't do these things is because it's uncomfortable. Like Mm -hmm. this awareness, this level of awareness around us, our decisions we make around food, how we feel around food, it brings discomfort because you know what awareness forces us to do? See things that we aren't proud of. Like see reasons why we weren't succeeding when we thought we were doing everything right, right? Mm -hmm. Like you may see that you were eating far more calories than you thought because even though it doesn't feel like you're eating very much, you're eating low quality food that's higher in calories. You may see you're, you know, you weren't eating as well as you thought you were or as consistently, but on certain days like the weekends, we eat 3000 plus calories. You may see that your habits aren't as solid and foundational as you thought. And you guys, this is all hard stuff to accept. Like that maybe you were the reason that you have lacked success thus far not your hormones, not your body's metabolism or whatever shiny object we like to blame or put responsibility on. It's been us and it's been what we thought we were doing that we weren't actually doing. And this is why a lot of people will not do this on their own. Like mm-hmm. I, this is why I think coaches and mentors and you know, help like people that help you with your health are so important because they force you to take responsibility of some things and see things that we just don't want to see in ourselves because it's not fun to see things that we aren't proud of. Like at the end of the day, this is the main reason I found so much value with working with my coach um, after Carson before uh, the other pregnancies and stuff like that. He made me realize how much I was stressed out and it was impacting everything. Mm-hmm. Like I was not going to accept that I shouldn't work out on six, five hours of sleep because I had to coach that morning. Like, no, that's the day that I work out. I wasn't going to accept that like I needed to take better care of my body because I was running it into the ground. He forced me to see those things though. And so we just don't see them for ourselves in our day to day. It's hard. It's really hard. We don't want to, well, in some ways we always see the flaws, right? Cause you, totally. you know, you have a picture of like a group and physical flaws. I think here's the first person that you look at is yourself. You know, I was joking oh about this with a client the other day and I was like, and guess what you do? You start to pick yourself apart. Right. And you don't think about, man, that was such a great memory. We had such a great time. Okay. Maybe it's not the best angle. Maybe your Instagram chin wasn't up just the way that you wanted it, but you know, we start to pick ourselves apart. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, when it comes to change, we don't want to see those flaws, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to really face some of those things, whether you want to call them demons or not, that have you know started to become just part of our day-to-day or our normal routine because it's really hard to break away from those things. It yeah. requires us to get out of our comfort zone and do hard things, essentially, in order mm-hmm. to get to a place that we desire. And so we talk about this all the time, like, 
education drives compliance, compliance, right? Mm-hmm. And having the awareness that we need helps us be able to move into that next phase to where we can be compliant and we can adhere and we can actually follow through with the things that we said that we wanted to accomplish and do rather than keep saying that, oh yeah, my goal is to lose weight. Yeah, I want to get better. Yeah, I want to improve my you know, gut health or yeah, I want to go to the gym or yeah, I want to start drinking more water. Like, no, we got to start taking action towards these mm-hmm. things. And that's going to be a place where working with somebody can be so beneficial because not only can they help educate and guide you, but they can also hold you accountable and support you on the days that are really challenging because Listen, life is hard. There's days that are challenging. There's weeks that are challenging. But if you're relentlessly committed to your goals, then this shouldn't be a problem. I'm just going to be honest. Like focusing on food more than maybe you want to is going to be something that shouldn't really be a problem. It's going to yeah. be something that you got to start to accept if you truly desire to get to a place where you're at your goal, you're nourishing your body, and you're free from tracking and dieting mm-hmm. and all of these things. You spend a year, maybe six months, depending upon the state that you're in, focusing on these things, and then the rest of your life, you don't have to focus on it at all. No, and you know what I find education for drives and allows more than anything is the release of emotion from it. Mm-hmm. Because when you know how food impacts your body, when you know what you should be eating and what that looks like, when you know this is why my body feels this way when I eat certain things. Well, now the emotion's gone. And I know that like I do this because of these reasons, because they exist and it's factual and it's researched or it's I've experimented it and learned it with my body. Like for example, I don't have any emotion around not eating pizza or not getting super drunk because I know what those foods and drinks make me feel like. I've experienced, I've created awareness around it. I've put in the time and put in the efforts of being, you know, extra hyper focused around okay how does one drink make me feel and sleep i can manage a drink how about two i can actually manage two drinks on occasion more than that i don't sleep well i feel hungover the next day my body feels achy and swollen like i have done the effort and the awareness of these things and now there's really not much emotion associated with them like i don't get emotional about foregoing a piece of cake that's like you know a jewel osco cake that's at a birthday party because i'm like I don't feel good when I eat too much sugar and that's really not worth it to me. And so it doesn't have emotion anymore. It's not like I'm stress eating or I'm emotionally eating or I get so wrapped up in that cookie that I end up eating six. It's having the ability to just not care anymore, Mm -hmm. which is a freedom that I think a lot of people strive to have, but we aren't willing to dive into either our current emotional connection to those things or understanding how does our body actually feel after these things? Because most people just overconsume, they feel awful, and they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But we don't figure out like, okay, well, maybe what if we just had one cookie? Do we still feel awful? No, we feel okay. We can have a cookie every once in a while. Like Understanding those things helps you get rid of the piece that I think holds most people back, which is the emotional piece. Mm-hmm. Totally. And just to you know, kind of close this out here, I think it's one of those things where you got to evaluate like, what am I willing to give up and what I'm not willing to give up, right? Like what are the pros and the cons here? Because when people say like, I don't want to track my food, I don't want to focus on food. Well, you know, if you don't want to do that, then to be honest, you're not going to see change. And so now you're giving up getting to your goal Mm -hmm. because, you know, for a period of time, I'm not saying for three months, I'm not saying for six months, but for a period of time, you're going to have to focus on these things. You're going to have to evaluate, you know, why do I respond to, you know, these triggers with emotional eating or stress eating? Like, 
how long has this been happening? Where does this stem from? What are my beliefs about these things? What are my beliefs about myself being able to get to my goal, right? Because a lot of times people hold them back because they don't truly deep down believe that they're able to be successful because maybe they've tried things in the past and it didn't work or Mm -hmm. they tried something for a period of time and they lost weight, but they were miserable on that plan. So then they yo-yoed back and gained it all back. You know, like you're able to be successful making this a lifestyle if you approach it the right way. But it is gonna take some time for you to focus on food, gain that awareness, have that education and knowledge and work towards the other side of dietary freedom. And there's just, you know, Beck and I basically saying today, like, you're not going to get there without focusing on food. You're not going to get there without spending some time taking a hard look at your lifestyle, your routines, mm-hmm. your emotional state, your response to triggers and identifying some of these things because, you know, we aim to help clients not only get to their goal, but also keep it off and sustain it. What is the point in doing something for 30, 60, 90 days if you're just going to rebound right back to where you were? Like you can be restrictive for a period of time until you can't because we're all human Mm -hmm. and you can't stay that restrictive forever, you know? And so, you know, like you said in the beginning, like people say, well, just tell me what to eat. Well, guess what? I have a different taste palette and, you know, things that I crave or enjoy Mm -hmm. different than anybody else. I mean, Becca and I differ just in the foods that we, pretty similar in some ways, but different in other ways. And so if I gave her a meal plan, do you think she's going to be sustaining that and doing that five years from now? Absolutely not. not. Definitely not. You have to, and that's what we help people do. We help meet them in the middle and figure out like, this is where we have to be. This is where we go for, you know, sustainability. And at the end of the day, guys, we have to create these new habits. And the only way you can create a new habit is being conscious of it, being Mm -hmm. conscious of implementing it over and over and over again. And so you have to have that awareness. And at the end of the day, once you create these new habits, then it becomes automatic again. But they have to be habits that are serving to you. And if they aren't, well, guess what? We have to pay attention and figure out what habits are in place that aren't serving us. So although we may not want to think about food, it may be what has to happen for you to get to your goals and get to this place where you finally don't have to anymore. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.